0: An American werewolf has gone to London. An American werewolf has gone to Paris. Where's the next inevitable place this American werewolf will go?
1: Mm. Well, I'm thinking based on the film, uh, he talked about going to Rome quite a bit, on and on about Rome as he. uh,
0: When in Rome?
1: Yeah, when in Rome, Mm -hmm. you werewolf like an Italian. That's just how the (laughs) saying goes.
0: I'm just seeing like a full grown wolf man, like crushing grapes in the fucking barrel, making wine. Definitely. You know, um, eating cheese in the vineyards. That's a
1: spicy meatball, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I assume he'll be going next, an American werewolf in Rome.
0: Okay. They were backpacking, right? So we didn't, we don't know where their whole path was, but that could have been.
1: Well, yes. Yeah, so they started in northern England because mm-hmm. uh, they were griping about it, which I agree. Uh, that looked like a miserable experience for them. And they were going to go to Rome for some girl who he's the, the werewolf has had a crush on since the eighth grade. Come on, Mark. You got to pick up on these You're details right. in the movie. It's Debbie, not the Donna, werewolf. It's Jack.
2: Who Jack. One has the crush oh. and he dies.
1: Okay. I'm going to tell you something that I maybe <laughs> should not admit. They Those two could have been fucking twins. They looked exactly the same to me. I, until one of them became a zombie, I had the hardest time telling them apart. What,
2: all 70s white guys look the same to you? The, those two do. <laughs> Garrett, where is the werewolf going? You know what? He's staying home. There's no reason to travel nowadays. You can get everything you need through cable, you know, Amazon. You're good. American Werewolf stays home. That's my movie. <laughs> All right. You can see him like, you know, risky business slide across the floor in his furry feet. You know, I
1: like it. It's like a Suburban Commando sequel. Suburban Werewolf. Ooh. Suburban <laughs> Werewolf. We even get uh, a Hulk back. The whole thing. I think it'd be great. He, American werewolf and pandemic. He can just stay at home
0: for a year. <laughs> he does what he's supposed to do, like a good American should.
1: Yeah, quarantining would take care of werewolf. Because uh, you can't get bit if you're in your home.
0: Maybe there could be two werewolves, and one is out going to MAGA rallies, not oh. wearing his masks, while the other good werewolf stays at home and it tries to convince him to get the shot. Yeah, and that there's not five Gs and you know Microsoft tracking devices inside the shot.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty disappointed the vaccine didn't make me magnetic. I'm constantly <laughs> losing things. Dear, dear listeners. So if I'm I could sorry, stick you're them to, to myself to this right now. I movie. thought I could keep dry erase markers on me the whole with not- nothing. Dry erase markers? Are they known for being magnetic? <laughs> yeah, but a lot of them have little magnets. On them, so you could stick them to the dry erase board. use your fancy ass dry erase markers. My shit's
2: just plastic. <laughs> dries out after one use. <laughs> I need the blue and I
0: need to barely see it when I write, okay? That's how those are supposed to be. Um, I think like any good franchise they're eventually going to end up in Hawaii. So I think the American werewolf is going to go to a wedding in Hawaii. We're going to do the whole luau. You know, the, uh, what's the pole thing where you go into the pole? The limbo. Yeah. We're going to do the limbo. We're going to do the cha-cha. I went with a real different direction. (laughs) He's going to strip? Okay. (laughs) Not that kind of pole. The family-friendly pole. You know, like when the tanners from Full House went to Hawaii. Yeah. It's going to be be like one of those. What are you
2: talking about? limbo. It's incredible. There was a Hawaii episode of Full House.
0: There's a Hawaiian episode of everything. (laughs) You know there is. It's true. <laughs> yeah. If it was a thing that was on for longer than three seasons, they went to damn Hawaii. I don't think there was a
2: Hawaiian episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
0: They never went on a vacation. There's always
2: that vacation yeah. season, and right? Listeners, <laughs> listeners get at us. I don't. Th- I think I'm right on this one, though.
1: And like a hundred, because it's like an excuse for the cast to get paid to go to Hawaii. So you know they're pushing for a Hawaii episode.
0: Yeah, say uh, by the Bell did it. They also uh, had that beach season where they're just on the beach for. To be fair, they had Kelly
2: Kapowski. They were looking for an excuse <laughs> to go to Hawaii.
1: I think we've moved past the limbo as a society we're a post limbo society. <laughs> yeah, and not for the better, all right? I oh, you want to bring it back. Oh, sure. Look how much fun people look like they're having the limbo.
0: I had the opportunity to do the limbo like twice, yeah. and I passed both times because uh, yeah. it didn't look like fun.
1: Well, it's probably because you were younger and uh, you know, didn't want to do fun things. I get it. I was a teenager, hated fun things. <laughs> no, it's
0: cuz Marx is as flexible as a rock. That's true. <laughs> I cannot move barely at all, especially in my 40s. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace! Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. This is Mark again, joined with Garrett and John, fellas. We're back for another episode today. How we doing?
1: Surviving, hanging in there, maxing and relaxing, all of
2: the all of those things. Chilling and in- thrilling, in- thrilling, thrilling.
1: Yeah, i <laughs> no, I'm not
2: thrilling. <laughs> Tom Atkins nods in silent approval wherever he is. <laughs> That's good. Garrett, how are you? You know, living my best werewolf life. Oh, are you a werewolf now? I I would love to be a werewolf. I know. If you had the opportunity. God, given the opportunity, I'd be like, worth it. (laughs) Worth the risk. I'm going for it. It looks painful, though. It does look painful, but I also bite my nails to like the bone almost. So if I can handle that, I can handle werewolf transformation.
1: Seems comparable. Yeah.
2: (laughs) 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 No, it does look very painful, but I, I definitely think that if you've got to be a monster, there's no cooler monster to be than a werewolf. Oh, I disagree. Well, it depends well, You want to be a mummy? Maybe.
1: Depends on the werewolf, though, because this particular werewolf- couldn't even remember what they were doing when they were werewolves. You don't
0: need to remember. So you, you just, just black- have a good time.
1: You just black out. If I wanted to black out, you know, there's ways that, to do that.
0: That's fairly common in a lot of the werewolf movies. See? Like so, they don't remember doing anything.
1: Maybe a vampire. At least I'm in control. Yeah, but you got to live forever, and you got to dress all stupid. I oh, live forever does sound like a fucking drag. Yeah, I don't want that. No, things are only going down. So <laughs> uh, I think the
0: werewolves in True Blood knew what they were doing though. Oh, that was yeah. the one is But oh, that was a bad. Did you show. watch True Blood? I watched almost all of it, but skipped the last few episodes. Is like, I'm done with this nonsense.
1: If you're going to get that close <laughs> to the finish line, why not I, power through? We were done. it was like, Sookie. there's no way this improves. <laughs> Did you say sucky? Suki. <laughs> that was the, the main lady's name. Yeah. Um, Anna Paquin yeah. from
0: uh, X-Men fame. Rogue. Uh, she plays the main character. Yeah, that's character. right. That's right. And the main
1: vampire Sookie. just says her name like 72 times an episode. I think he was paid by the Suki because uh, it was pretty bad. It was
2: written by the same person that wrote fucking Scully's lines in X-Files. <laughs> Mulder?
1: Mulder? Mulder? Sucky, <laughs>
0: Sucky. Well, anyway, what have we been up to since last time? Anything you want to bring up? Not being a werewolf.
1: Yeah, I've also been up to that. Also
0: not a werewolf. So we've
1: established that, but that's exactly what a werewolf podcast would say, so keep that in mind. I got a rapid
0: test before I came over.
1: Werewolf? Okay,
0: that's good.
1: Well, I took one for the team and I watched The Unholy... Uh,
0: the phrasing makes it sound like it's not
2: good.
1: It's not anything. It's the most bland movie I've ever seen. Wait, didn't you go
2: to the theater and see that? Or was that a listener that told us about that movie? Like, if that was you, then I apologize for not remembering your thing, but I remember someone telling us that it wasn't fantastic. Yeah. I haven't been in the movie since
1: February of 2000. 2000! That's how long it's been. 21 years to the
0: day. I'm
1: not breaking it now. February of 2020, so it definitely wasn't me. Okay. But uh, I did rent it from iTunes, so they got my $6. And I saw
0: Sam Raimi's name plastered everywhere in this thing. I think Uh, he, like, produced it with his Ghost House Productions company.
1: Yes, yeah. You know, stamped on it or something. I don't think he was i hope he wasn't very involved i mean is it like the worst movie i've ever seen i mean, no, because i have seen some actual garbage uh it's a very competently made movie there's some scares in it uh the Demon creature is pretty uh, good. Like the design work for the demon was impressive. I did like that. But the movie itself, I mean, it was only like an hour and 37 minutes, but I paused it at one point and it was only like 20 minutes in. I was like, "Holy shit. I thought I'd been watching this for like
0: six hours already. I think you mean unholy shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's just, it takes, it has a very uh, surface level plot and they're trying to spread it across 90 minutes. And so it just gets really thin, and they spend a lot of time just sort of going in circles or showing like that the bad person has tricked everybody to be a good, you know, oh, yeah, you really are a saint or whatever. But it's a, the movie's what, called The Unholy, and we know. What is the surface-level premise? So this girl is uh, deaf, and she goes to this tree and suddenly can hear, and then she's able to perform miracles. And she says it's through uh, Mary. Uh, Mary's how she's performing these miracles. Uh, Jesus' mother, Mary. Yes, Jesus' mother, Mary. Uh, (laughs) Not Mary from down the street. But, you know, it turns out And I would say a spoiler, but we know this as it's happening. Uh, So there's no point is is like the viewer ever being like, oh, is it real or not? Because the movie is very clear right away. It is not real. It's actually a demon sort of tricking everybody. And if enough people believe in the demon, it can take everyone's souls or some shit. That's like the idea of the movie.
0: Is it kind of structured like one of those uh, investigative mystery type ones, like uh, Emily Rose exorcism or something like that?
1: It wants to be that because that's like, yeah, that's the framework of the movie is the main character is a disgraced journalist. Uh, he was disgraced for making up stories and now he has to write for blogs and he's doing like blogs. Yeah. What year
0: is it? 2004?
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to tell you. He's writing for blogs. He's getting $150 an article and he was sent out there for cattle mutilation or whatever. And then he does an action that kind of starts the whole story um, but yeah, that's basically the idea that this person's there for a story. Um, it's not a bad movie. I would give it like a five out of 10. You know, it's just like an average horror movie. It has some thrills, uh, but not not as impressive as the trailer leads it to be. Like the trailer was awesome. When I saw that trailer, I was like, holy shit, I'm excited.
0: Unholy shit.
1: Unholy! I'm never going to get it. <laughs> Unholy shit, I'm excited. Uh, but the trailer... Does it, Whoever made that trailer did a lot with a little. So well done, sir. Okay. Or ma'am. Or madam. Yeah, okay, there you go.
0: <laughs> so a mild, like, if you, if it's on,
2: maybe check it out.
1: Right. When it goes okay. to, like, HBO Max, give it a watch. Don't pay $6 for it, though.
2: Fair. Uh Didn't really watch any movies that we haven't talked about before, but um I did watch a bunch of new trailers. There's a new Neil Blomkamp film. uh The guy that did Chappie and District 9 and um, Elysium, he did a horror movie called Demonic. It looks crazy as hell. I don't know if you guys watched the trailer for this or not yet, but... um it's bizarre looking like it's like this weird kind of animated style mixed with like real time. And it's it's like this experiment shit where they tap into like this demonic world and you can get possessed in it. And she's got to go into to like save her mom. And uh, the trailer is bad shit crazy. So it's hard for me to explain what's really going on. But I'd recommend checking out the trailer. It looks wild. I don't know if it's going to be good, though. Um, the trailer didn't fill me with a lot of like good, like, oh, this is going to have a good plot. And to be perfectly honest, Blancamp's plots have been kind of bare bones in his previous movies. So I don't know how great that's going to be.
0: Yeah. The, um, demonic does look pretty interesting. I do want to check that one out. However, I kind of, I'm with you. Blondkamp's let me down more than he's like thrilled me, <laughs> you know? Uh,
1: the trailer did look cool too. I also watched a trailer.
0: Uh, it, was, it was dope. I watched one called Freaky. You guys seen Freaky starring the, Vince Vaughn?
2: It's the Freaky Friday horror movie.
0: Yeah, I finally yeah. got around to watching that one. Uh, yeah, Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton's in it. Yeah, it's basically what if the victim and the murderer swap bodies
2: so, oh. before or after the murder? During. During.
0: Yeah, he gets a hold of himself of like a voodoo knife, and then this thunderstorm happens, and he stabs the character known as Millie in the uh, arm. And then it like comes to life and the cops show up and break it up. And the next morning they wake up and they've swapped bodies. Um, I remember hearing a lot about it when the pandemic was going on. Like people were like, you should check this one out. This was pretty good. I think maybe we were just so thirsty for some movies back then. You know, nothing was coming out really. Everything's been delayed, but this one did come out. It's pretty good. I don't think it lived up to the hype, but whatever it does, you know, when someone talks something up, it's usually a letdown, but I say it was it was fun enough,
2: except for any movie I've recommended on the podcast, <laughs> those all live up to the fucking or
1: hype. yeah, it's anything on this podcast exactly appropriately hyped. Yes, uh,
2: yes, we are the accurate <laughs>
0: hype men. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's on HBO Max now. It was decent. Um, probably won't watch it again. It's not going to stand with me forever. But as a one-time viewing experience, I was entertained enough. So uh, check that one out if you're looking for something a little bit different. All right, should we get into today's movie, which is an American werewolf at home
2: during the pandemic in space. In space, <laughs> <laughs> when do we I'm, get that I way? honestly thought one of you guys was going to go with American werewolf in space. I'm kind of disappointed you didn't.
1: Well, here's I thought about space. I did, but I how think does about a, space
2: all the time? But uh,
1: how does a werewolf get to space? Jeff Bezos. Oh he's shit! He's going to be a
0: billionaire. He's going to be a billionaire bitten that goes into space. Billionaire and gets bitten. Up there.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay. And then he's. Oh, then we could remember that movie Life that we did. It could be like, oh, stuck on a space station with a werewolf. That movie was surprisingly enjoyable. It was. What about like the
0: parasite turns him into a werewolf? It's like an alien werewolf. So he's not American anymore. He's an alien werewolf in space.
1: Well, that's a good question. If you're an American and an alien parasite gets in you, are you still an American?
0: I think the distinction was, is what was the human host, right? Okay. yeah. So if, you know, Mario from Italy was up in space, and he was bitten by the alien life form, he would be an Italian alien werewolf in space.
1: Right. So an American, uh, Jeffrey Bezos, for example, would- Jeffrey Bezos. Bezos, whatever his name is. Uh, he's too rich for me to even comprehend. Mm-hmm. Uh, JB, as his friends call him, I'm sure, if he gets bitten, he would still be an American billionaire bastard in space. True. Okay.
0: (laughs) We put that one to bed. Good
1: job. Easy. Done. (laughs) Tucked it in. Kissed it goodnight.
0: So this one is not in space. Uh, This was in jolly old England. American Werewolf in London from 1981. Directed by John Landis. Stars David Naughton as David Kessler. Ginny Agutter as nurse Alex Price. We saw her in a movie back when we did Child's Play 2. She's the stepmom of Andy. If you yeah. recall. Joe Belcher is a truck driver. Why is he third build? <laughs> He's uh, in it for two seconds. I'm gonna
1: answer you because that performance, movie stealing. He's before Jack. When I <laughs> when I think of who are the principals in this movie, I was like, you know what? That guy who was in the first three minutes and but then never seen again. Truck driver, man. Uh fucking stole it. It's stay with you. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it does. He drove away with your emotions. I count a sheep to go to sleep every night. <laughs>
0: Let's just keep making bad jokes.
1: (laughs) Garrett's having the time of his life over here. I'm dying on the inside
0: (laughs) over here. Griffin Dunn as Jack Goodman, David Schofield as dart player, Brian Glover as chess player, John Woodvine as
2: Dr. J.S. Hirsch.
1: Isn't the guy who plays Drop Dead Fred in there somewhere? Was he? Yeah, He he was in the bar.
2: Yeah, he was one of the bar patrons. Also, did you guys notice who the taxi driver was later on when he... Gets told that people got killed that night, and like, I goes like,
1: it puts you in mind of the days of the old demon Barbara Fleet Street, doesn't it? Sorry, the murders.
2: That was a uh, brick top from Snatch. Do you know what the word nemesis means? Yeah, that was him. <laughs> like Alan Ford. Huh. Yeah, the, the cab driver was Alan Ford. I thought that was pretty crazy. I was like, oh shit. It's brick top.
0: That's great. He, did he still look 80?
2: <laughs> no, he actually looked young, but it was the way he talked and the moment his mouth like moved, I was like, holy shit, that's that dude. I got to go back and rewatch that now. Uh,
0: this one's sitting at an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics and an 85% with the audience. That's over 100,000 reviews from the audience members. Pretty good score. It's too low, though. You'd go higher?
2: you go a little higher. Like what, 90? Uh, 88 Oh, I
1: think it's a solid B. That's where I'd put this movie yeah. for sure. Maybe even a B minus. Let me see it in the eight Fuck lower 80s. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Tuck yourselves in. Get ready. I've got a long back of the box to read you.
1: Oh, I love when they're long.
0: Now, this format is not one that I've introduced on this program before. This is an RCA video disc. If you don't know what that is, no. it's basically a record with a movie on it. And they came out in the late 70s, early 80s, and they went away real quick. Oh. They didn't last very long.
1: Did you play them? Like, did you have to get the needle and put it on your RCA No, DVD no, no. Up?
0: Do you remember back when early CDs came out and they had the black, uh, sorry, the clamshells around them and they had the little oh, slot that yeah. would open up? It's very similar to that, only there's a, like a vinyl record inside.
1: Oh, dang. So you put
0: it into the player, load it in, and then it would start
1: the movie that way. That was well before my time. Yeah.
0: No, I have vague memories of preschool, like watching (laughs) Disney's Black Hole, and I remember the movies being, like, you know, when you're six, five, whatever your preschool age, they were like this big, and I was like, I've never seen a movie this big. It's so big means it's better, right? That's how that works? And then I never saw one again until I finally was like, I got to figure out what the hell it was. Because I thought it was a Betamax. Betamax is pretty close to a VHS tape. Yeah. So that didn't make sense. But
2: this is what it is RCA video disc. Hey, Mark, I also hate to remind you when you say this big and hold your hands up, (laughs) the audience does not know what you're talking about. Uh, Just, it's really big. How about that?
1: Spread your arms pretty wide. Think think laser
2: disc size. They were like laser disc
0: size. Pretty much. Here's what the back of the video disc has to say about American Werewolf in London. You saw me standing alone. The size of this box is why they had so much room (laughs) to write this
2: novel. It was the best of times, it was the worst of (laughs) times. That's it, that's all it says.
1: Think of a board game. It's like that size of a box.
2: A classic horror
0: film theme comes to life in a modern day setting. You know, when you start off and you got enough room to write that sentence, <laughs> you got plenty of room to work with. And the results are sensational. John Landis, whose string of hits include Kentucky Fried Movie, National Lampoon's Animal House, and The Blues Brothers, has fulfilled a longtime dream by creating a film that embodies the spirit of horror movies of old, but presents it in a hip contemporary fashion. An American Werewolf in London is neither a spoof nor parody. It's a homage to Hollywood's classic monster movies that can match theme scream for scream. Ah, ah. (laughs) David Naughton and Griffin Dunn star as friends bumming their way through Europe when a strange tragedy strikes, leaving one dead, or so it seems, and the other victimized by a curse so terrifying that the local villagers deny its existence. After several eerie encounters with his dead, decaying pal, the victim finally comes to realize his monstrous fate. There is no escape. Dot dot dot. Only sympathy. Dot, and dot, that comes <laughs> I was done. <laughs> and that comes from the lovely Ginia Gutter and her role as a nurse in the hospital where the victim turns for help. The transformations from man into wolf are the most amazing ever put to film. For his fantastic artistry, Rick Baker won a well-deserved Academy Award in the newly created category for makeup. An American Werewolf in London also has an appealing soundtrack. <laughs> it's the fine touch of director John Landis whose musical choices are perfect for this movie. Blue Moon, three versions. <laughs> Van Morrison's Moon Dance and Creedence Clearwater Revival's Bad Moon Rising add the contemporary tone of the film while spicing it up with a bit of humorous flavor. An American Werewolf in London is a classic act. Was filmed on 35mm at 2.5
2: ratio. It used lighting from five different rigs. (laughs) The meals they were served on set were delectable by five-star chefs. The gaffers were (laughs) incredible. It's like that promo ad when you get to a nice resort, and it's all like, our fine establishment has the. (laughs) An American Werewolf in London is a class act all the way,
0: and a horror film par excellence. This was written by the amazing Leonard Malton.
1: Wait, the guy like signed it? Yeah, <laughs> so proud.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know Leonard Malton, right? He's a famous critic. He was um, actually killed yeah. on screen in Gr- uh, Gremlins 2. Oh. Yeah. So he was he was a somebody.
1: Okay. So well, no wonder they let him go on for like seven thousand words. Say <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, how many characters do I have to use?
0: All right, I'll go on about the guys who wrote the film, <laughs> who directed it. How about the lighters? Yeah. Anyway, that was very long. <laughs> I had a delicious sandwich while watching this movie okay um, I may shy away from more video discs in the future if they're all that long
1: but. I, yeah well it's because it's like a buy one get one right you get the movie and it's novelization they put it right on the back <laughs> yeah, right. I don't need to watch this one now
0: I know exactly what happens well, what do you guys think
2: of an American werewolf in London fucking perfect it's so good it definitely has a few, like, it's a few things have aged for sure, but man, this movie is fantastic from start to finish.
1: I find it less that. Um, I thought it was fine. Um, I liked the transformation scene and the couple of times where, you know, there are a where or there is a werewolf on screen, but a lot of this movie is just people talking about nothing uh, for like huge, you know, lengths, or it's like, let's watch David watch TV, or David have sex with a nurse, or, (laughs) uh, you know, whatever. That isn't really moving the plot anywhere. Uh, So I could have done with, I mean, I can't call it tighter, because the movie was an hour and a half, but, you know, maybe if they uh, was a little bit more werewolf in there,
0: in this supposed werewolf movie so you weren't buying into the less is more this time
1: around no because it was such a great werewolf that was the best part when they were when he transforms into a werewolf or when you see him do werewolf shit it's like oh this is incredible like more of this please less shower sex i could (laughs) have.
2: i mean to be fair though like at the beginning we get to some werewolf action pretty quick and then he's in the hospital and then we get some dead friend corpse nastiness i like that guy and then we get his buddy jack which we'll get in the plot in a second And then we get like, okay, he's going to like go hang out with a nurse. And then we get straight to Morris corpse action. And then we get to some werewolf. I mean, there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of non horror shit going on in this. I mean, there are some like boring I use boring loosely, but like there is some like pretty dull like conversation stuff, but it's all building on this whole like he's trying to balance, he's not really sure, he's not really sure he should believe. My biggest problem with the movie was the fact that they go from not believing he's a werewolf to believing he's a werewolf from like zero to one hundred. Yeah. Like in two seconds, they're like, that man's just crazy. Oh my god, he's a werewolf. You're like, oh Okay. All well, those people in
1: the pub are weird, so he must be a werewolf. Uh, <laughs> so the- only conclusion. Yeah. But I mean, Garrett, at one point, there's like a five minute porn break in the movie, which was yeah, funny, is. but like, what, what's going on here? Why why is this in the John, movie? John, do I need to explain what sex is? So
2: what's going on in that no, scene? Is two people. How
1: does it fit? It's just burning. It how is, does it
2: fit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just burning time. Like, it was funny because I like the guy's like, you said you'd never do this before again. It's like, I've never seen you before. Oh, okay. And then he just leaves. That was funny. Uh, but it doesn't really fit in this movie. I mean...
2: You know, there's a lot of sex breaks in other horror films that we don't...
1: But at least it's actual characters. This is just These are our main characters, no, John. No, we watching them watch a porn movie.
2: Oh, you're talking about the part where they're actually in the porn theater, watching the porn movie. That yeah. porn movie was fantastic. What was it, like, <laughs> See You Next Tuesday or whatever? <laughs> no. like It's like Orgy All Day or yeah.
0: something like that. <laughs> and they were advertising that in the subway systems. Like, wait, would there really just be porn
2: ads? That shit was popular back then.
1: I, like, I was barely alive in the 80s. But my understanding is it was just like the seediest time to ever be alive, apparently, because everything I ever see or read about the 70s is either you were 80s, is either you were super rich and high on cocaine all the time, or you were poor and everything just sucked. Well, it wasn't like Times Square
2: in New York, like known for having like a ton of like sex shops and porn theaters and stuff like that yeah. for a while. Yeah. Wasn't it Giuliani who cleaned it up?
1: He did. Got rid of all the porn. Put it somewhere else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Under the bed, between the mattresses, in a box out in the woods. In That's where you keep your porn. In his <laughs> porn <laughs> safe. For other kids to find. Um, I think this movie's great. I, I, I'm i closer to Garrett on it than John. It's, um, I mean, the thing is, with werewolves movies, there's werewolves... Uh, with werewolf movies. Werewolves. They always have that part right, where the guy turns into the werewolf and he struggles with it and he hates it. He doesn't like it. And that's that's a lot of this, right? He's like not believing it. He thinks he's going crazy. I think John is correct that there could have been more actual werewolf on screen, but I was actually okay with it. Because the monster looked so good, it just decided to focus on other aspects of what would be happening in, like during those werewolf attacks and just showing the werewolf running around. I think that also helps the effects, though, because a lot of times we'll see something on screen for too long, and then you're like, oh, that's kind of cheesy looking. It looks a little fake.
1: That's you fair. Know? That's fair.
0: So I think they were very smart about it. I will be honest. I can't remember the last time I saw this movie. I probably saw it way, way, way long ago, but this was all new to me almost, you know what I mean? Like it'd been that long. I think I get that one in Paris mixed up when I try to think of back.
2: It's one that people know of and have seen, but they don't usually throw on quite often. Um, I will say that I'm probably the exception to that because I do watch this movie quite a bit. But yeah, no, when I talk to a lot of people, they're like, oh yeah, no, I think I've, I've seen that. I saw that back in the day, you know, and that's, usually where it's left.
1: What's the one where the werewolf plays basketball? That's Teen Wolf,
2: baby. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Michael J. Fox. Yeah,
1: see, that's what I thought I was signing up for.
0: Oh, you did, did you? <laughs> <laughs> An American werewolf plays basketball didn't in know London. I did happening.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder how they get him on a court. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, so this one, as mentioned, was directed by John Landis, who was, as the bi- back of the video disc said, <laughs> famous for other comedies. And this one definitely has lots of comedy going on. A lot more that I remembered. Gotta say, right off the bat, man, our two leading actors, their chemistry was phenomenal. I wanted Agreed. to see more movies with these two guys. And I was sad that the dude died so early in the movie. Jack. Yeah. yeah. But he kept coming back, and that made it great. Uh, I do have a question, though. Mm -hmm. Why did he keep
2: decaying as time goes on as the dead ghoul that continually visits our werewolf? Because the flesh rots over time. That was his decomposition rate. Like, that's... That's why one you think? Thing. Ghosts- but isn't he like a ghost? Why do you think they wear sheets, Mark? Well, no, he's he's a he's a trapped dead body slash spirit thing. Like basically, they can't pass on. Like being killed by a werewolf puts you in this like horrible, like not quite dead, not quite like you know ghosty right. limbo.
1: He is a spirit. There's That's not an what I mean, like, yeah a yeah a spirit thing.
2: wouldn't decompose like a physical oh. body that they probably buried right. Well, it's the visual representation of him. Like I don't think he his body gets to. I see what you're saying, but I think we're like you're focusing the wrong part. Like I thought that was really fucking awesome. Oh no! You know, like, every I think time they you just see him, to, he's more and more decayed, they were like, "Hey, we've got Rick Baker. <laughs> Let's
0: get really good effects going throughout the movie, and it's it's very effective. Like every because piece it, of
2: work. Because look he does. at every in the the porno theater." You know, one of our major uh, settings of this movie, all the different people he's killed up to that point are in different stages of decomposition and also have the same thing going on. So I don't know. I thought that was a really cool idea and effect to kind of show like how long also kind of show like this, like he, he can't move on, but he's becoming more and more decrepit and, you know, he's not thrilled about it.
0: Yeah, it by no means ruined the movie. It's just a question I had. I was like, why
1: is he decomposing? It's part of the torment.
2: Yeah. I <laughs> know the first time I saw it, I was all like, is he the only one that can see these people? Like, because if they can't pass on, should other people be able to see him? But then I was like, oh, no, it's it's his like, you know,
1: they can't move on, but they can like haunt him kind of thing. Do you think other werewolves can see each other's kills? I would hope so. Yeah, because I mean the world must look very different to werewolves.
2: <laughs> that, or they just know, like, oh, he's talking to himself. No, he's talking to one of his dead. Yeah, yeah. You know, killed. His invisible. His drop dead Fred.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Oh shit. As far as werewolf movies go, I tend to kind of not like them all that much. I like the original. John, how do I cut Mark's
2: mic? Oh, here? you're going to be, <laughs> I'm a, 100% a button, right?
1: with Mark. Uh, I think werewolves are the weakest of the monster Get movies. Get fucked, both
2: of <laughs> you, toilet sponges. Hey, I didn't say the
0: monster's bad. I just said in general, I don't, really like werewolf movies i like the howling series one two and three i like this one a lot outside of that okay maybe monster squad
2: but outside of those sounded
1: like you like werewolf movies
2: (laughs) what about teen wolf do you like teen wolf (sighs) i guess i've yet to name a, a werewolf movie that you have not liked yet jack nicholson's wolf awful Okay, well, no one remember that one so you I mentioned it. I didn't even it. know that. Yeah,
1: Jack yeah. Nicholson played a werewolf? Yes, he
2: played a werewolf movie, <laughs> and it was wolf, and it was supposed to be like Bram Stoker's Dracula. It was supposed to be like seductive werewolf type thing. It yeah. was fucking uh, oh, Is it that, was that big in the
1: furry community? I think they'd be
2: into it. <laughs> was be, I, I, I don't remember hearing a lot of good about Benicio del Toro's Wolfman movie. That was actually pretty cool. Was it? Yes, that one was supposed to be one of the movies that like was in the uh, the Dark Universe. Is that what they were calling it? Like whatever yes. the Monsters Universe was supposed with, to be. Uh, the Mummy. Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Yes, um, Benicio del Toro's uh, Wolfman was supposed to be part of that. Um, it's not bad. It's not fantastic. It's definitely a little indulgent. And one of the biggest problems I have with like movies like uh, werewolves and stuff like that when they try to make them like super honest to the classics, the classics were pretty fucking boring. There was a lot of self-indulgent like video stuff that was going on, you know, like, like scenes that like, just like, look, we're going to hold on the moon and oh, he's being lit loosely by moonlight. You know, there's a lot of shit like that, that, you know, we're kind of past. Benicio the Toro's werewolf did a little bit of that to try to pay homage, I feel. Um, so a little bit was like a little bit like, oh, we can cut some of this, but it was pretty dope. He was a badass werewolf. The werewolf looked cool as hell. Story pretty standard. Okay, maybe I'll check it out. I mean, I love Lon Chaney's
0: original The Wolfman, the, the universal classic and the uh, Lon, Chaney versus, I'm sorry, Lon Chaney versus the Frankenstein. <laughs> How about Wolfman versus the Frankenstein? That was also a really good one. My stepmom's a werewolf.
2: What about that movie? I see that. I don't
1: know. Are you asking <laughs> <I> can- me? <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, it is
2: so bad. It's like a Shitty eighties like comedy, Um, and it's got one of the worst ending songs ever in a movie. Like worse than this one. Oh God! Well, this, what? The, what? this, this was that was, like,
1: was the best part of this, this whole of movie. Fucking blue Moon, dude.
2: Way too happy, upbeat, do doop. Like, I'm like,
0: wait a minute, that's awesome. Like that was a musician. I love yeah, that. That was yeah. great. I didn't like
1: it. All right, here's my super hot take, listeners. uh, If you get mad at this, tell Mark. But the wolf
0: <laughs> direct all your hatred to him.
1: <laughs> the Wolfman is a supporting character. I don't think they is very good at carrying their own movies. And there, there it is. There
0: it is. Whoop! <laughs> there it is. I oof. Um, you left him
2: speechless. <laughs> okay, you, you've made a point. I don't know if it's a powerful cr- enemy. I don't know if it's a a great point, but you've actually made a point. I would say that based off the Wolfman's capabilities as a Wolfman, yes, the Wolfman, I would say definitely supporting character. wolves though, like more feral, like wolf style, like, you know, like Brotherhood of the Wolf type shit, I'm down. I, I don't think that's the case, but I, I think the wolf man as a character, yes, I would say it works much better as a supporting character.
0: Well, here's what we always get. It's always kind of the same beats, right? It's the guy who gets bit or mm-hmm. gypsy cursed or whatever, and then he becomes the wolf and he doesn't want to be the wolf. And we spend a lot of time of him not wanting to be the wolf. <laughs> what do they do different? You know what what are the what are these movies bring in that's new and fresh? Uh, this idea that they see their kills after they're done murdering people as the wolf, I think is a fantastic idea. I like that. A that's tip. a great addition to the wolfman lore. But outside of that, it's always kind of the same thing.
1: Yeah, you Hear know? me out I'd like to see a movie about a wolf that becomes a man. Whoa, man-wolf. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, if you hear wolf-man, that's probably what you'd think anyway. Less li- Man-wolf sounds like someone, a man who becomes a wolf, but I could see why they didn't go with that. Less catchy. Uh,
0: man yeah, Man who becomes a sandwich.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, you know, it's it's like, oh, shit, it's a, <laughs> <God damn smart. laughs> it's, it's a full moon. Fucking Bill's gonna become a human again. <laughs>
2: There's also different versions of werewolves, though. You get the, the werewolf that, like, you know, walks around on t- feet and is like a wolf you know bipedal wolf or you get like yeah. your full feral wolf like we had in this movie which version do you prefer oh that's a real i like the more feral wolf i like that you, you basically become yeah. an animal and you don't have cognizant like human thought at that point you are just that's it you done flipped
0: i kind of like the altered beast style just <laughs> dude hulking man body with a wolf head
1: <laughs> i prefer that one as well yeah the wild beast you could replace with just a regular wolf and it'd be a very similar movie what if a wolf was just a Piccadilly circus? Wolf, wolf. Yeah,
2: we took the man out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's not a full moon. How's this wolf here? Oh, it's just a regular wolf. Hundred percent wolf.
2: Listeners, help me.
1: Help me. <laughs> in fact, that's actually more scary. A wolf is always a wolf. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Has there ever been a Wolfman movie where the dude enjoys and loves being
2: the wolf? and my Wolfman movie yes <coughs> let's see that movie that's something different right yeah that, I, I, yeah you're right Monster Squad he wants to be locked up
1: but the thing this is, movie he's
2: trying to get arrested and can't get arrested to save his life
1: arrest me you fucking he Bobby he wasn't trying that hard why did he just punch the guy problem solved the Queen of England sits in a pile of dung or whatever the fuck he said <laughs> oh <and> he calls <laughs> Prince Charles the F word yeah and, was uh, 80s okay real
2: quick though to tangent off this I want to get back to you know what makes a werewolf a werewolf because there are some there's some great werewolf movies and i I see what you're saying you you make a solid point john that it it does become very repetitive but i think that's just because that's kind of the trope i i mean oh god i hate to say it twilight they enjoy being werewolves uh they don't Oh, they they don't they don't like deal with the duality of like like i don't want to be this they're like yo we're werewolves and we're badass and okay cool Right on. But um, let's not talk about Twilight right now. <laughs> no, but those are um, pretty
1: cool werewolves. That was the best yeah, part. Yeah, they Twilight. were fucking
2: huge too, which yeah, I loved. They, they didn't were... sparkle in the sunlight. That was nice. Yeah. That they was dropped a big that shit halfway through the series. <laughs> All right. Calm down. Which
1: makes it even worse though, because now they're just vampires who could be in the daytime. So they're just super creatures. Ooh. But anyway, enough for Twilight talk, though. I mean, Arguably, possibly a horror movie. It does have vampires and werewolves. Yeah, no,
2: it, it definitely is a, a horror romance. Um, <laughs>
0: Listeners, if you re- if you request that, we will deny. That will go on our... <laughs> uh, I will do it. That
2: and Medea Boo too. Our $1,000 a month
1: Patreon tier we'll get. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: $1,000. dollars we get all the Twilights. No, I mean, you're right, though. It, it definitely is kind of the same beat for beat of, you know, a wolf. But I mean, you think about the first time that happens, you're going to have trouble dealing with it unless you're Garrett.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the problem is if he enjoyed being a wolf, he would probably be the bad guy because they go out and they just murder indiscriminately. Right. So then if you have a bad guy, wolf guy, which is totally cool, uh, totally for that, then you're going to need a good guy, though. So then again, wolf guy is the uh, or wolf person is the uh, sidekick in his own movie or their own movie. Has there been a wolf girl? Get on that Hollywood. Yeah, What's there was
2: there that? was a female teen wolf. Or wolf woman, sorry. That, I'm pretty I'm I'm 90% positive there was a female teen wolf. You're reminding me of Wolf Cop. Ooh, was there Wolf, wolf, a cop
0: wolf, wolf Woman was cool. in Wolf Cop? Yeah. Well, no, it was a uh, he was a cop who becomes a wolf. Was it got to be
1: a woman? <laughs> in Twilight there is Twilight who would have thought that Twilight would have been the definitive. Uh, yeah, the definitive wolf uh Work. representation
2: yeah. i'm not going to lie i'm upset that i know so much about twilight but that's okay as long as you watched it with riff tracks then you're okay it's like one of the best riff the tracks howling of 2 all time. dude the howling 2 had female werewolves oh that's true oh
1: yeah your, your sisters sister a, werewolf. Is a werewolf that's right the oh.
0: titular lo- title the the hyphenation <laughs> in the in the the word <laughs> titular is very apt for that movie right, too right
1: yeah. <laughs> well glad we cracked that code uh so 40 years ago there was one Uh, female werewolf.
2: (laughs) Well, let's get into the plot of this movie. So we start with our main characters, Jack and David, um, walking through Northern England. And I was watching this, uh, with the girl and she was like, man, that looks fun. And I was like, that looks dreary and miserable. I don't care. Northern England does not look enjoyable to me. It looks soggy and Dank. Take that with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, I, it was a cool setting though. It definitely, the moors of, you know, stuff like that definitely was very cool. Well, first off,
0: I would not want to be dropped off in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like the, here's a crossroad,
2: buddy. Good luck. See ya. <laughs> I don't know if that's how crossroads goes by
1: <laughs> definitely. Cream, but yeah. sure. Yeah. Why did they get dropped off there? The car was obviously continuing. Maybe they were just like, I'm tired of getting shat on by sheeps. This sheep shit is enough. Sheep is plural. Did I say sheeps? You said sheep. I sheeps. said sheep shit. <laughs>
0: no, you said, you said sheeps.
1: Play the tape back.
0: <laughs> Listeners, help me.
1: <laughs> sheep is singular and plural.
0: I'm here to bust chops today. Lamb <laughs> chops. Ah, there you go. I had
1: one chope. <laughs>
0: All right, back on track.
2: <laughs> Did you say one sheep? <laughs> a sheep. <laughs> yeah, God, sheep is John. the plural. Okay, that's that's pretty good. I'm starting calling it a sheep. <laughs> Let's see it. So they they uh, yes, they're catching a ride in the back of a, a truck filled with sheep. Uh, they get out, they get dropped off, and they're going to go ahead and continue backpacking. Um, at this point, this is where Jack makes it evident that he wishes they were in Rome right now because that's where this girl he's been obsessed with since like eighth grade is there and um, now these guys are what 23, 24 I would say mid 20s yeah, yeah I would agree okay
0: so this dude's been pining over this one female for that long
1: right and that's what his friend tells him like dude just let it go and uh, you're never you know gonna get with her and he's he goes I just, love her yeah and he goes
2: no you love her body and he's like yes yeah <laughs> I was like dude priorities man
1: And that goes on for a long time, this conversation, for uh, like four or five minutes of the film. They talk about how good her body is and how bad her personality is, uh, which is great. That is definitely something that has aged excellently in the last 40 years hey
0: as trump would say that is locker room talk
2: okay? i guess
1: so i guess it's more talk
2: <laughs> <The> moors. <laughs> to mark's point though this conversation and this interaction the way it's written does give you a very good um feel for these characters you do understand them you you feel the chemistry and the kind of like you know banter that they have so immediately you're kind of endeared to them you know and may you not know. may not like what they're saying necessarily but like You definitely, you you feel and you kind of understand your character's out the
1: gate. And you know they are thirsty, because that is all they are thinking about. And that comes into play, uh, like, halfway
0: through the movie. Well, that brings me to one of my questions. Like, dude went backpacking, and they say for three months. Yes. So we know they are there for quite a long time. Well, they're going for a total of three months. Sure. So they could have been here for who knows how long. I
2: think this is the the start of the trip. This is the the start. Yeah, they were going to start in the south and move up, but they decided to flip it.
0: If Jack is so thirsty, he's in Europe with European women like Mm -hmm. in the 80s he's still fixated on an eighth grade girl that he's had a crush on forever which either he's never made a move or she's turned him down so many times
1: she's turned him down because she said that they were two good friends which is like the nicest way you can let someone know like back the fuck off but no not jack jack's like i'm coming to europe (laughs) to stalk you
0: (laughs) i don't think he's gonna get his wish i don't well he definitely doesn't (laughs) well it had things not gone awry
1: i would agree i think uh this woman probably would have been like Jack, this is really creepy and unnecessary. Go back to America. (laughs) Can't even, I I fucking cross an ocean and here you are. Dial it back, dude. They eventually see a small town or
2: village or whatever you'd call it. Um, Hamlet? Sure. uh, At the bottom of uh, the hill and they are walking towards it and they're kind of like, well, let's go check this place out. They get there. They end up going to a pub called the Slaughtered Lamb, which has the coolest damn pub picture in front of it, like the sign. It's a giant impaled werewolf head. And I was like, yo, that's pretty rad. Like, the U.S. needs more, like, badass, like, pub names like that. Agreed. But no, we get stuff like, you know, the Tap and Die, you know, like, you're just like, God damn it, you guys. The Tap Room. Yes. You know, <laughs> no offense, the Tap Room, great selection. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we need cool, like,
1: badass metal names. Um, and they do ask a very important question. Where's the Lamb? Boom. Yeah. And I was spoken like, spoken like a true tourist. Yeah. I was like, you two would be great on the Grave Talk podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nitpickers. <laughs> You're one of us. One of us.
2: So they walk in and very stereotypical, like film, like, you know, Northern England kind of a like small village. Like they walk in, everyone stops what they're doing, looks at them, kind of like, uh oh, everyone get quiet. We got outsiders here. They sit down and they ask for every beverage in existence except for beer. Yes. Do you have any hot soup? No. Well, uh, do you have any
1: coffee, then? No. Do you have any uh, hot chocolate? We have spirits and beers. If it's something hot you want, you can have tea.
0: Then you have
2: tea?
0: No. Oh. Do you have kombucha? No. Tea?
2: Nope. That lady was super nice, though, because she was like, like, we don't have this. We don't have this. Do you have tea? Like, no, but I can make you some. No, and I was like, "Oh, well, she, she offered to make
1: you some tea. Was well, she super nice? Or is that a real jackass response? I thought that was <laughs> nice of her to offer to make tea instead of just being like, we've only got booze. She could have opened with, yes, we have tea. I'll go make you some instead of being like, no, watch them flutter some more and then go, but I can make you some. She was hanging him out to dry a little bit there. Yeah, at like, a certain point, I <laughs> thought they were fucking with her, too, though. Like you, Ovaltine. Yeah, asking all I could think chocolate? of was Mal
2: from The Goonies. Is like, no, I'll take a nice a bottle of 1981 and just like, all right,
1: calm down, dude. You're going to get cut.
2: Oh, dude, did you guys see that dope little tea set that she brought out, too? That thing was cool looking. It's very nice. Yeah. I thought this was a bar full of werewolves.
1: Oh, that would have really changed the game.
0: What did you got? You guys just what? What was your assumption when they walked in? Because the whole bar stops what they're doing and just looks at them like,
2: "Who the fuck are you guys?" <laughs> that means the large marge we were riding with was her ghost. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like that level everyone stops. Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. I didn't think of it that way, but that would have been kind of cool if it was a a bar full of werewolves.
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't think of that either. I just thought they were all dicks or a wereshope, if you will. <laughs> yeah, what is a group of werewolves called? A gaggle, a gaggle, a yeah, pack. like that a parliament. It's, it's a pack. <laughs> a pack dude. Same,
0: same thing as wolf supplies. So they're pretty cold. The the patrons of this pub uh, they do strike up a conversation with one of the gentlemen who starts going on about an it's,
2: American. I did not get the joke. Oh, they see it, They see a pentagram on the wall, and they're having a conversation about that. And they're like, ask him. No, you ask him. No, you ask him. And he's like, "What's with the star?" And then, um, oh no, no, she he makes a comment about the Alamo because they think that the star is related to Texas to the wait, the waitress when she drops off the tea and they're like, Oh, you know, like the Alamo. And then like one of the bar goes like, no, I get it. Here's a joke. And it's, it's so weird in this though, because everyone like stops and listens to one old man's joke. And I don't know if that's just something that happens in like England where everyone just stops to listen to like, Sammy's joke. Well,
1: I have a feeling that these group of people are in this pub every single night. Do you think this the is the same only thing shit. to do? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. So basically he tells a story. There's like, there's like a bunch of people on a plane and the plane starts to go down and they're like, we got to lighten the load. So they throw off the, the luggage and they're still going down. It's not enough weight. Then they, um, throw out the chairs And then they're still going down. And then he's like, and then a British person, you know, steps up to the door and says, for the queen and jumps out, you know, basically sacrifice himself to try to save the plane. And then an Italian goes up to the edge and says, you know, for whatever and jumps out. Basically, these people are trying to be like heroic to try to save the plane by throwing themselves out. And he's like, and then a Texan walks up to the door and says, for the Alamo, and throws out a Mexican. I, underst-
1: I understand the joke now. I just don't think I heard all the words of the joke, because that guy's accent <laughs> was hard, very It's hard heavy. to make out. Like, so I heard yeah. Texans, and then Mexicans, and then the plane flies off, and I didn't really understand it. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I could go back and put on subtitles, but I bet it's a bad joke. And it turns out my bet was right. That's I did like right. when they talked about the Alamo movie. Uh, they were right. That movie sucked. So, With John Wayne? Yeah. That was yeah. so boring. And it was like 76 hours long. It was like it was like a real time video of the Alamo Siege. It was like Ben Hur, <laughs> the last John
0: Wayne. The last man standing at the Alamo was the cook. Oh, okay. In that movie.
1: Didn't remember that. Yeah. I probably fell asleep, woke up, <laughs> walked the dog, came back, movie's still going. <laughs> So they
2: make that the dumb joke, and then then at that point, um, I believe Jack goes, what's up with the uh, the pentagram on the wall, or the star on the wall? And then everyone just gets dead quiet, and they're like, nothing. Oh, that no, was- that guy misses his
1: yeah, dart shot. Yeah, you made me miss. I never miss.
2: <laughs> yeah, that dude is not happy about missing his dart Very throw. pissed. I'm surprised he heard, the, uh,
0: was it Jack yeah. that asked the question? Because everybody was talking and having a good time, and like during
2: all that, he's like, what's that star for? Like record scratch. (laughs) Yeah, but the acoustics are great in that place, though. Except for
1: when they're not. So it's very confusing (laughs) because they'll be whispering amongst each other and everyone's like right around them, staring right at them. and can't hear them, but you know. Uh, it is, it's, uh, English acoustics, very different technology than we have. Ah, yes.
0: Yeah. It's like with the toilet bowl, water goes the opposite direction in another hemisphere. Exactly. Kind of the same lines of that.
1: Yep. Okay. That's okay. it. That's <laughs> it. Why do you think we rebelled? Listeners, know help me. Ma- you know help ma- me.
2: <laughs> I'm tired of your British acoustics.
1: <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Uh, so
2: they basically all get quiet and get upset. They tell them to leave. And the, the bar, um, the wait, the barmaid, waitress owner, whatever she is, um, was like, we can't just let them go outside like that. And they're like, get out of here. Get out of here. And then they basically leave. And they're like, we can't just let them go. That's murder. It takes a real dark turn because everyone's like, someone's like, yeah, that's kind of a good point. Everyone's like, it doesn't matter. We didn't make them come here. It's not our fault. Like this really weird, willful ignorance of like something ominously bad's going to happen and it's not our fault. But is it our fault? Like this whole blame mm. dichotomy was like really interesting.
1: Yeah. One of them was like, I don't know. It's up to God now. I was like, damn, dude. All right. Kicking it all the way upstairs. <laughs> Throwing my hands up. <laughs>
2: I have nothing to do with this. So they're they're walking through the, uh, the moors. It starts to rain. Well, yeah, they
1: get the advice, right? The advice everyone tells them. Stay on the road. Stay off the moors. Yeah, they
2: completely blow it.
1: Yeah, I don't know how they didn't notice they are walking in a fucking field for like 20 minutes. Because it's pitch black out there,
2: except for the 20 feet that the moon, the full moon has lit around them and them only.
1: I mean, I've admittedly never driven in England, uh, but I assume... Roads there are pavement and fields there are grass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's backwards there. Ah, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: that explains it. Well, the
2: roads weren't pavement; they were dirt at oh, the okay, earlier okay. scene. But still, yeah, I mean, you can you can follow a road pretty easily, um, even in the dark. Uh, when the when the when the stuff under your feet changes, you're off the road. <laughs> I don't know if it was me; I would just basically like just kick it next to one of the buildings. I would mm. just like sit next to the building outside and be like, "Okay, this is what we do," or just go sit on that giant fountain. Literally across the fucking way from the uh, the pub. So they're walking to the moors. It's late at night. They hear a howl. Oh!
1: And the is
0: moon great.
2: is shining brighter
0: than the moon has ever shown.
1: Yeah, it's like a daytime moon. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great.
2: We cut back to the patrons in the bar a couple times, like, hearing that. Like, do you hear that? We got to go do something. We got to save them. And it's like, no, we don't. We shouldn't. And then they... Eventually we cut back to Jack and David and then the howling is like circling them and you can hear it's a werewolf. You know, it's a werewolf because the title is called werewolf in London. Um, So it basically jumps out and attacks them. This scene was super intense and incredibly gory, like right out the gate. This movie just like gives it to you. Jack is getting torn up. This dude is getting his neck ripped into his face is getting shredded. David being a dick just runs.
1: Just pull on a ass, which, I mean, I can understand, but also kind of a dick move, dude. Because he doesn't know it's a werewolf yet. might just be a regular wolf. And I mean, you wouldn't want to fight a regular wolf. I get it. But you could probably take one wolf. So are you saying that right now, if a wolf
2: came in here and jumped on Mark and started like ripping Mark to shit, you'd haul ass and not try to fight the wolf?
1: No, I'm saying David fucked up. I think he doesn't know it's uh, a werewolf. He It might just be a regular wolf. So you could probably, one, I think two people could take one wolf.
2: Hmm... This is a huge wolf, though. Like, it, 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 to be fair, yes, the werewolves in this movie are massive, so I don't think they could have. But yes, if it was just a regular wolf, though, they could have taken it.
1: Yeah, I, agree. I mean, cause
2: give it a shot. Animals at least. don't
1: fight to the death. You know, once they're hurt, they're gonna run off.
2: So just call it some names. Yeah, scarred exactly. emotionally, it's gone. You know, he uh, does have his pack. Like, he
0: could have taken his pack off and like
1: rammed it. Yeah, used it as a off weapon, his buddy, or mm-hmm. something. But in the moment, I get it. The guy. I mean, we haven't necessarily seen these two as being particularly brave. They're more uh, in like an action movie these would be two comic relief characters.
0: Yeah, they're so funny as they're cracking knock-knock jokes as they walk down the moors. Uh, and I was like, if I ever get on a backpacking trip and one of you fucks start knock-knocking me, I'm knocking you off the moors. This is what it was like
1: before cell phones. They couldn't just like, you know, scroll through Twitter. They had to tell each other knock-knock jokes. I will say I really liked the the howling part. like the audio there was done Did really you, well. It, yes.
0: It was it's it sounded like such a stock sound that I've heard my entire life. Like it's literally the sound in Altered Beast when you turn into the damn werewolf.
1: Rise from your grave.
2: Which is it standard aware sound, but like to John's point though, it does sound like it's circling. It does sound like it's getting closer. Like, yeah. Uh, to to be fair, the whole lead up scene before Jack and David are attacked is super unnerving. Like you do feel like I don't know where this thing is. It's definitely getting closer. Like for me, that was one of the coolest scenes of the whole movie. Is like you are really like immediately on edge the moment you start hearing this stuff like in the blackness around them. Yeah. I concur. The cin- cinematography is great
0: too. Yeah. Going, oh, no, let's go this way. Oh, now it's in front of us. Let's turn around. You know, a lot of that stuff's really good.
1: Yeah, I like that. Uh, But yeah, you're right. I mean, the sound probably came off of like, you know, 100 Halloween. uh, For
0: me, it just sounded a little out of place. Like, it sounded like an old recording. You know what I mean? That's what they're going for. But I mean, it's fine if it is. It's just like, it's like, oh... That Remember, sound.
1: it's not a parody. It's an homage. Go back to the right. giant Video record. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so they get attacked, and um, as they're getting attacked, uh, David does actually run back to the side to help Jack at this point, but the werewolf's gone, and Jack is just ripped to shreds. Jack is dead. Like, there's no way this dude's getting up from this. Yeah,
1: he's like the deadest anyone's ever been.
2: And David takes a blow to the face. <laughs> yes, a and blow he's to out. the chest and the face, and he goes down. And then at this point, the villagers, right before the wolf's about to, like, you know, eat David too, shoots the fucking werewolf and he falls off. And then David, half in consciousness, looks over and sees a man with bullet holes in him and then fades out, like basically loses consciousness. Now, this is one thing about werewolf movies that I do have a problem with. It takes so long for you to transform into a werewolf, but the moment you transform back, it's instantaneous. Like, that's the one thing that always kind of bugs me a little bit. There's always this, like, like, Mm. I'm transforming. I'm transforming. And then it's all like, bam, I'm dead. I'm human. Like, there's no middle ground. There's no, like, bones Mm. cracking back into place, you know, like, a hairy dude laying there, you know, with, like, more humanoid features. It's just a human.
0: That would be good to see on screen, the reversal of the dead werewolf guy. You gotta wonder. Yeah.
1: If there's a physiological reason for them to transform into wolves and then they're dead, how are they transforming back anyway? Shouldn't they stay a werewolf? Because they're dead now.
0: Maybe it's like, you know how your hair and your nails keep growing after you die? Yeah. Like your cells just revert the back D to The
2: transformation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway, so yeah. So David gets a quick glimpse of like, that looks like a man. Boom, passes out. Wakes I- up in a hospital in the great Londinius. Yeah, I did love that they kept cutting back to the bar patrons and then the woman behind the bar is like,
0: is no one going to help them? You know, and they're yeah. like, "I didn't hear nothing." And woo, you know, that's what the werewolf sounds like—like like a tiny Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <"Whoo!" He, he laughs> that's just the, the nature boy uh, out there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind Rick; he does this every full moon. <laughs> Trying he's to suplexing. <laughs> <laughs> he's suplexing backpackers
2: on the moor. <laughs>
0: he's challenging people to a fucking cage match.
2: Woo! <laughs> 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 I've got the stop. And profile! Woo! He fades out. We wake up in London in a hospital uh, where um, David is, he learns that Jack is dead. He kind of freaks out a little bit.
1: Such dicks. So, okay, I have two problems. This is like my number one problem with the film. And though it's really stupid, but I'm going to say it anyway. We find out Jack has been unconscious for three weeks and he hasn't lost any weight. There are no IVs. No feeding tubes. And the doctor's like, yeah, you're probably fine. It's like, dude, if you're in a coma for three weeks, you don't just get like an all clear by some nurse. Except uh, he's got werewolf DNA in it now, bro. then would astonish the doctor and be like, okay, something's fucking weird here. This guy's aware. It's been three weeks and he hasn't changed his Remember, all. he says he's
2: not hungry at all. That keeps coming up. That's because he goes out and hunts. No, no. Before then, like once he gets attacked, remember? Because all the way leading up to an apartment, he's like, "I'm not hungry." So do werewolves don't eat? Once that, you don't have to. You don't have to eat, bro. Huh?
0: You you fill up on your human flesh in wolf form, and then you're good for like a
1: month. Uh, That sounds terrible. I would hate to only have to eat once a month. Uh, (laughs) That'd be
0: great. I wish.
1: uh, And then, but
0: you have to eat people. That's fine. You're good with it. I'm good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, yeah, they're like, okay, your friend's dead. You've been attacked. And, yeah, Jack is like, what the fuck? This is a lot of information. And they tell him, this is no time for hysterics. I'm like, if there's any time for hysterics when you're receiving this tremendous news, is probably it.
2: Yeah, the thing is, it's it's these, these doctors and nurses are so British. And it's like, well, well, that seems quite the ordeal. Everything's cool now, right? And you're just like, wait a minute, hold on.
0: <laughs> Look, they're all about not making scenes. We're British. You know, we don't do emotions, John. That's why this uh, is this way.
2: I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Although, did you? I like the uh, the one curly-haired nurse that's all like, did you guys take a peek at his dick? I did. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's probably not cool. <laughs> but it was this, the 70s, so who knows? Oh, the 70s. When
1: people were just sexually <laughs> assaulting patients. <laughs> when consent wasn't a thing for patients.
2: He But the thing is, he quickly kind of like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Okay. Okay. Nurse McHottie, I can't remember her name. That's it. Nurse McHottie, <laughs> nailed it. Um, Alex. Sh- Alex. She comes in and um, that's the name of my girlfriend. I should probably don't remember that, <laughs> that name. So she comes in and um, you know they, they kind of have like a weird meat cute type situation. But she's like, doctor, you know, do you think we should? And the doctor's like, this is none of your goddamn business, more or less.
1: Yeah, don't you have work to do? And it's like, I thought this would be their work, taking yeah. care of the patient who just came out of a three-week coma.
2: Well, she's but, busy looking at dick, uh, okay? No, <laughs> different, is, different
0: like, nurse. Get back to dick. work. Different nurse. <laughs> yeah. Quit peeking at the dick.
1: I, I thought the doctor was in on it because of how fuck, how he was like all you nurses fucking skedaddle. Get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I need like, to be alone.
0: It's his turn for a peek.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> like,
2: doc, he says that he was attacked. you think we should look into it? He's like, this is none of your concern. It's fine. You're just yeah. like, whoa.
1: The,
0: and also the level of commitment to this patient that he shows later in the movie is like, Does he do this for every patient? I think he only
1: has one patient. There's only two patients in this hospital. Jack and that kid who only says no. Oh, yeah, that kid. (laughs) That kid was a fucking treat, man. Uh, Um, And So then the police come, right? Beavis and Butthead, and they're like, all right, well, I think we solved your case. A wolf attacked you and your friend, and uh, the villagers saw the whole thing, so... Probably nothing to be concerned about. No, they said it was a, ma- a, maniac. Oh, a maniac. A maniac, right? A lunatic. lunatic. A
2: lunatic. And lunatic. he's like, but he, he was so strong. Like, well, a lunatic has the strength of 10 men. And I'm just like, wait a minute, hold on. What, what? kind of Everybody scientific- knows this. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this 80s medicine? Like, holy, <laughs> how did we make it? And it's like, okay, put a human hand just next to any one of those scars that are all over his body. And does a lunatic also have giant hands? Well, and the thing is this, and just to quickly put it, like, They the villagers patched him up
2: before they sent him to London and they covered up the story. They said they were attacked by a lunatic. So the village has done their part to kind of cover the story up and not make a big thing. But the thing that gets me, though, is like they were he was attacked by a werewolf. You guys killed the werewolf. You know, he's going
1: to turn into one. Just kill him. Well, that's why they send him to London. I mean, you I can't imagine if they're in the top of England <laughs> and London's all the way at the bottom. I can't imagine those are the nearest like that's the nearest hospital to this place. Fucking
0: they want him far away. Yeah. Go away. New werewolf. It'd be but the, like G- Garrett's right, though. Like, they, they have the symbol on the wall to, to fend off the werewolves yeah. at the bar. They know about this. They shouldn't want more werewolves um, on the scene.
1: They don't know about the people not dying, you know. And be, So they're probably like, you know what? This is fucking America's problem now. Goodbye.
2: You want your independence? You got it, baby. But it comes with werewolves. <laughs>
1: yeah, it'd be like if you, know, you got hurt here in Austin and we sent you to, like, Chicago. We're like, all right. See you later. Enjoy your coma.
2: No way. i take you guys out if you're werewolves. <laughs> there can be only one, and that one is me. Oh, that's it. That's all I got. Anyway. It seems like if you found somebody with leprosy,
0: and you didn't fix them, and you just sent them off to be someone well, else's
1: problem. Here's the thing. Maybe they're like, okay, he's not a werewolf now. John,
2: your headcanon's getting in the way.
1: Are we just <laughs> killing humans? Right? If, if the person could be a werewolf, they don't know. They don't know that he's a werewolf yet right? So at you're this right. Point- Cause an
2: entire village basically goes through all these precautions and has this like mental gymnastics they do. Cause they're just not sure if this happens or not.
1: Well, I must be right. Cause they didn't kill him. So they did for some reason, they sent him <laughs> on his way.
2: <wife. laughs> well, he's an American. He had extradition rights. Anyway, anyway, he sees his buddy Jack who's like, like looks like he's just dead. His flesh is torn. He's bleeding. He looks like a fucking wreck, but he looks like he's just got regular skin and stuff at this point. And he's like, Oh, hey, David. Um, So straight up, you're a werewolf, bro. We got killed by a werewolf. Uh, You're going to totally turn into a werewolf and you're going to kill a bunch of people. You should probably take care of this and kill yourself right now. John, I got a question. For someone who had a problem with Stan Mm -hmm. in it too, killing himself because it was the thing to do to prevent bad shit from happening, how'd you feel about the messaging of this movie of everyone trying to get him to kill himself before he killed more people?
1: One, I don't think they're terribly comparable because Stan's just like, I'm a weak human being, murder. (laughs) Uh, So. (laughs) I got to kill myself because I just can't face my problems. Uh, and this is the best way. And then all his friends are like, you know what, Stan? That was the best way. Good work. Uh, so that was my problem with it, too. Uh, this movie, though, it's the moral justification is a lot murkier because like, he is going to kill a bunch of people. And so now it's like, okay, is the right thing to do to, to kill himself? I would say probably not. Maybe Step one would be, how about we chain you up and see if that works? They don't try any kind of containment protocol. They're just like, uh all right, well I gotta go to work. If I can try not to kill anyone well, no while one I'm believes gone. that
2: he's a werewolf yet. He doesn't even true. believe he doesn't even believe he's a werewolf Fair yet. Point.
1: But if you had that doubt, why don't you, you know, chain yourself up? Yes. But
2: Monster th- Monster Squad that shit. You gotta lock me up.
1: Right. You know, so there's steps to take before killing yourself. Um but Jack is not a neutral participant in this because he's like, as long as you're alive, I'm stuck in this sort of limbo hell Uh, And it's miserable here, so could you just murder yourself so that I could go wherever dead people go?
0: Yeah. So this is slightly murky for me. Jack was killed by another werewolf. Yeah. Not David. That's true. So if then the werewolf lineage, you know, werewolf makes another werewolf, you see the other werewolf's kills.
1: Oh. Right? Is that, that what we're saying here? It must be. That's true. Answers my earlier question. Where are the rest of the kills that that werewolf made? Northern they're England. They're up in Northern England
2: in the village. Just kicking it and being like, oh, I guess we don't have anybody to talk to anymore.
1: If Jack went back to that pub, it would look very different.
2: David. David. If yeah. David went back to so that pub. Maybe they're all decomposed enough to just be skeletons now. They look like a fucking um, so, Grateful Dead video. So did dead Jack take
0: another sheep truck to London in dead form to go bother no, no, him they in they the hospital? No, they took Jack's body
2: to London. Remember? Oh, he, they they okay. brought both bodies yeah. to London. He was okay. there. Oh, you know what? He died in the other room. Yeah. yeah, they probably right. brought
1: him to London, so that's where the embassy is to get him back to America.
2: Okay, you see where I'm going with that.
0: I was yeah. just saying, I was hoping to see more dead people from the, the other movie. Werewolf. Took care of it though. Yeah.
1: I would, <laughs> but it does make the moral situation even more gray because now Jack is like uh, David. You need to kill yourself because of something someone else did that you have no control over. Like the people that David killed. That's I the get. curse of being a werewolf. You carry along this baggage, man. I you're mean you're responsible for every other werewolf. What are the yep. perks? This all seems negative. The sins of the father, if you will. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. He goes home with the nurse. That's essentially right. the next important part. They're like, yes. All right, you're totally healed. Be gone. And the nurse is like, hey, do you have anywhere to stay? Uh, Why don't you come home with me? Because that's a totally professional and appropriate thing to do. Don't ruin
2: this fantasy. he's
1: like, you know what? I will.
0: Well, look, we got a little bit of the, the nightingale effect going on, right? The nurse falling in love with the patient. David is also having vivid nightmares of running around naked in a woods. Yeah. I think he actually escaped. No, that was all brain. Was it
1: all brain? That was all
0: brain shit. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, he's having these uh, psychoses, if mm-hmm. you will. I, I just question the nurse. How would you even fall in love with this? Like, this man is mentally
2: problematic. He tells you multiple times, "I'm having dreams about killing people. I'm having. I think I might go crazy."
1: Wait, I think he- she's like,
2: "Come with me." <laughs> You're just like, "Let's go to my house and bone." Yeah. like what?
1: Uh, you know what I do? I need to take you to into my home uh, and sleep right next to you, crazy person. Uh, anyway, that's exactly what. And she, so she takes him home, and in like thirty, like five minutes, she's like, "Look, I got to tell you something." I've slept with seven people. Actually, I said, I've had seven lovers. I was like, well, that's a nice way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she goes to, like, three of them are one night stands. Uh, one was an ex-boyfriend in college. She, like, breaks it all out for him. I don't, it seems like a lot of TMI. Uh, and he's like, okay, well, I don't know what to do with this information. She's like, I'm going to go take a shower. And then we get, uh, then they cut to them being in the shower together. Uh, and then after that, they have sex in bed. Oh, then they fall asleep and David wakes up because Jack's there and he's like, oh, you're still alive. Haven't killed yourself yet, huh?
2: And he's like, hey, man, you, you, seriously, you got to kill yourself. You, tomorrow's the, the full moon. You're going to basically turn into a werewolf. You got to do this. Jack is starting to decompose. His skin's turning green. It's getting like grayish. It's it's He's starting to like look mm-hmm. for wear, which again amazing effect but he's just chilling in this lady's apartment talking to uh david who's on the couch shirtless uh just you know having a conversation back um, at one point i think uh jack says beware the moon and i was like yo that's a cool line that'd be like a great dio song i don't know also jack seems to understand the entire history of werewolf lore just from getting killed by a werewolf now is that something that like happens he's like look so here's what's gonna happen
1: well he had three weeks head start Right. There's three True. weeks while David's just laying there. He's talking to all the other dead werewolf people like, all right, give me the deets. What's up? And he's probably like, oh, OK, so this my boy just needs to kill himself. Well, don't worry. He's like my best friend. Uh, he'll definitely kill himself when I ask him to. Because, you know, what are friends for? To be uh, fair,
2: David is way too calm to see his rotting dead friend talking to him. Even if you're like not doing OK, I'd be a little more like. Yo, Deadmark, you gotta get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm freaking the fuck out. This is not okay, man. I'm sorry I'm upsetting you, David, but you don't understand what's going on. I understand, all right.
0: You're one of the undead and I'm a werewolf. Yes, that's right. Get out of here, Jack. You've got to kill yourself, David, before it's too late. Are you really dead, Jack? What do you think? I think I've lost my mind. I think you're not real. I think you're just another part of a bad dream.
1: Stop cock blocking. What are you doing? Get out of here.
0: Well, he, he does say like, I don't think you're real, Jack. I think I'm going crazy. Yeah. You know, I'm just talking to myself right now or something like that.
2: And the interplay between them, though, when he's like, yeah, believe whatever you want, David. I'm here. I'm stuck in hell. You know, like I love the, the the dialogue between these two. It was so it was so natural even in this situation, it just flowed so well. Um, but yeah, but then you like, listen to what Jack's saying and it's really fucking dark. But so anyway, uh, nurse ratchet comes out. Camera, Alex. Alex, Jesus Christ. Um, Alex comes out. And she's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, oh, my dead friend, Jack. And she's like, come back to bed. <laughs> and you, it was like, lady,
1: you have problems. You silly goose, you get over here.
0: Well, look, when you force feed a patient, his, Salisbury steak meal at the hospital. You kind of get attached to those. You meals. know what?
1: I understand. Even if I was hungry, I don't know if that mush was what I was going to no. be looking for here. Are you trying to keep me in here? Yeah, that shit was
2: getting hot though. Uh, was like, yeah, is mommy going to have to feed
1: you? You're
0: like, uh oh, here
2: we go. Um, <laughs> but
0: aside yeah. from not really believing that this woman should have fell for this guy, I think that the chemistry between the two yeah. is pretty good. Oh yeah, everyone's yeah. chemistry in this movie is great. Like, I totally no agree. one feels awkward at all. Um, so she goes to work and then we get John's favorite part of the movie is just uh, David bumming around <laughs> day in the apartment yeah. like, <laughs> trying to find shit to do I was like I get it there's no internet there's no Netflix yeah. like you could, you're stuck to the BBC broadcast of like
2: reruns of fucking Monty Python or whatever's on that day. But. And it's to uh, Credence's uh, Bad Moon Rising, we get all this. But his oh, yeah. ADD is off the chart. He's like, looks at a book, looks at the title, he's like, done with this? <laughs> and just throws it, and you're like, what the fuck, bro? This is also where he goes to the fridge multiple times because he thinks, like, I need to eat. And he's like, I'm still not hungry. I'm still not hungry. Yeah.
1: Also, uh, agree with the back of that uh, collector's edition there. Uh, the soundtrack does slap. They did pick some great songs for this uh, movie.
0: Everything to do with the moon.
1: Excellent work on their part. Yeah. And so while all this is going on, the doctor talks to the cops again and the cops are, and he's like, uh, isn't it weird that, you know, this guy was attacked, and they patched up the patient and then send him over, and the cops are like, no, I think it's totally plausible. The doctor's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to go do my own investigation. <laughs>
2: Puts on his Sherlock hat <laughs> and gets his fucking pipe out and's like, time to <laughs> sleuth, baby. Drives to northern England. How long does that trip take? I have no idea. Well, but according
1: to the movie, uh, 15, 20 minutes. Sure. <laughs> it's a, a short enough. commute. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, so he gets up there and goes to the, the slaughtered lamb, walks in and he's all like, yeah, so uh, terrible business about those two kids getting attacked and that one dude getting killed, right? And they're all like, don't know what you're talking about, mister. He eventually like kind of presses one of the, uh, the patrons, the guy who did the uh, the amazing uh, joke earlier. That dude freaks out. He's like, you got to go. You got to get the fuck out of here now, more or less.
1: A guy buys a Guinness and takes like three sips from it. Talk about a waste of a beer.
2: I know. <laughs> that guy is
0: credited as chess player in the IMDb. And he was also in Alien 3.
1: Oh, that's the right. On the planet. Yep. I think he's like one of the main, uh, yeah. monk guys.
0: Yep. I was like, I know this guy from something, but yeah, that's,
1: yeah, you just got to age him up a little bit. And
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> uh, so the doctor goes outside and now it's raining cause it's England and he sees like one of the patrons there being all who ran out of the bar earlier, like kind of like,
2: I'm gonna go check on the dogs. And everyone was like, where the fuck is this guy going?
1: Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, Oh, I got some videotapes to return type of exits, <laughs> yep. you know? Uh, and so doctor sees him and he walks over and then this kid just sort of spills the beans about everything. He's like, yeah. It's true, all of it, Jedis, lightsabers, <laughs> werewolves. <laughs> <Metichlorians>. <laughs> uh But he's like, yeah, uh, you know, your friend's a werewolf, and he's going to kill everybody, and we knew about it, and uh, then we sent him on his way.
2: The Howling Six, your friend's a werewolf. <laughs> or a Jedi. Uh,
1: and the doctor's like, oh, shit. Well, At no- this
2: point, the other patient from his side runs up, and he's like, you shut your damn mouth? Are you and talking gonna- about werewolves out here? <laughs> They're really worried about this getting out. How many werewolf- Are there in this area? Seven.
1: No, there's one. One. Because Jack's the last, or David's the last one. So,
2: starring Tom Cruise, the last werewolf. This town could have resolved its own problem. Could have did it. Shot one wolf, you're good. (laughs) It's the British way. Just forget, just ignore it until it bites in the
1: ass. Yeah, I have a stiff upper lip. So the doctor's like, well, with this information that seems completely sound, I'm going to go talk to Nurse Alex. So he goes to the hospital and he's like, hey, have you seen David? She's
0: like, he's putting on his underwear right now. Hold
2: on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like, uh, he's at my house. The doctor's like, okay. Like he just immediately like, 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 whatever. We're past this. He's like, that whole village has a mass psychosis going on where they honestly believe that there's werewolves. And therefore, um, they probably convinced David that he's a werewolf too. So he's got the psychosis as well. They still don't believe that he's an actual werewolf yet, but they do think that, like, hey, this mass, you know, psychosis. May have convinced David he's a werewolf, and that's why he's saying these things. She's like, I want you to go, you know, get him and uh, bring him in, and we can talk and have a little like, you know, powwow about this. And at this point, we cut right back to the house where David's, you know, still just bumming around. And boom! Out of nowhere, the scream where he's like, "God, oh, get it, bird!" I literally thought when he started yelling, he's like, "I'm so bored." <laughs> like, I expected him to
0: do that. I was like, "Oh no, we're doing the wolf thing now." My bad.
1: <laughs> I wish I was a werewolf so I wasn't so bored. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jesus Christ! Without a lot, God, what? Oh, oh I'm up. Ah! Ah!
2: yeah and that's where we get the the famous transformation scene where david turns into the world just brutally like awesome it's so like when you see the bones separating and the skin stretching i mean and shout out to the actor who played david that guy like delivers the pain like you know that that shit is painful watching him like deal with it
0: Yeah, and we didn't mention this, but this movie just turned 40 this weekend. So this transformation scene holds up phenomenally well 40 years later. They did such a good job. Rick Baker and his team, those guys are master class. Not saying anything that nobody doesn't know already, but yeah, shout out to their special effects work, man. Everything in the movie was good.
1: Agreed. This is like famous for a reason. Uh, It is. We are appropriately hyping it. Uh, Tremendous, tremendous transformation scene. Uh, One of the best in the business.
2: And so he turns into a werewolf and then boom, busts out the door. And then we get a couple of dumb scenes. I mean, I loved every one of these. They're fun, but like, oh, my God, it just it's so British at times. So you get this couple coming home or going to a dinner party. And they're like, they get out of the taxi, and they're like, "Come along, Martha, let's go around the back, and we'll give Sean the right old fright. We'll we'll sneak in the back and give a bit of the old chills."
1: And Actual dialogue was that from the movie?
2: Look, I played that role, you guys, in my high school version of American uh, Werewolf in London. Nailed it. Um, so they're they're gonna walk around the backyard, but they're so like giddy, like, like uh, we'll we'll give them a spook. Hmm. And it's just like, oh, you're so bad, Nev. You know, whatever the fucking guy's name is. You're so naughty.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so they run around the back and um, bam, they get attacked by a werewolf. And the Harry, I think is the guy's name, um, gets just torn to shreds. Um, so inside, Sean, who was going to get the, the right old spook, has to go outside and see what's going on. He takes his drink with him. Well, No, the, the, I love it because of the wife
0: of the dinner party He's like, there's something going on out there. <laughs> hey, Roger, go out back.
2: Oh, my God, go check it out. Yeah?
0: And Rogers is like, <laughs> uh, what? what? Uh, and he like takes his whiskey drink out there and he goes to the end of the fence and I was like bro you're done you did your job you went outside you didn't see shit turn on then he wanders into the woods it seems like he's <laughs> like 40 miles away from his house like, at this point Roger get back to your dinner party you fool
1: well, he's probably like well you know what if she wants me out I'm taking a walk
2: he's like hey what's happening out there and he gets fucking killed by the wolf like. he steps in like Harry's decapitated arm and he looks down. Yeah. he's like whoa whoa what and then like boom he gets attacked by a wolf too uh, a werewolf if you will we
0: should get a linguist to judge our accents and see like oh mark that's a really good cockney accent oh. gary you're from southern <laughs> wells this is the
1: most accents in any of our episodes hands down yeah. uh, so you know tremendous uh, tremendous uh, voice work gentlemen. let's hear yours uh not a chance i couldn't even begin He plays the American. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. so after that kill uh we then cut to uh the subway where a man gets off the subway and um gets what I thought was a pack of cigarettes, but he just throws something in his mouth. I was like, you're not supposed to eat the cigarettes, bro. And But it's like chocolate or chips or something. Like a junior mint or something. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> and then so he's like... So somehow the wolf got into the subway. Yeah, he's just there now. He, like, took, okay. he took the seven train <laughs> right. across town. So this scene was great, though. This 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 tall, lanky man is running through the the underground tunnels of you know the London subway, and um, the twists and turns, and you, you're hearing the the howling echo through the the tunnels, so tense and unnerving. Great sequence. Yeah, he runs and Keep then care. comically trips onto the escalators that are going up, which could have been avoided. That guy should not have tripped. I thought he was just pooped like man i'm
0: out of breath i was like ah you businessmen can't even run 60 meters it's
1: like you know what just eat me <laughs> i'm
2: done here then we get probably my favorite shot of the whole movie is him um on the escalator being brought up and you get this like downward angled shot this long shot of the bottom of the escalator and you see the wolf kind of like slowly creeping out of like the dark tunnel shadows like at to the bottom of the escalator about to like climb up and attack him. Then we get like wolf cam for like POV style, which works. I mean, you know, we didn't have any crazy effects on the camera. It was just like from their perspective. Uh, And then he kills that guy. And then we cut to the zoo, the classic, classic London zoo. Doesn't
1: he kill the homeless people too? Oh,
2: yes. Yeah. He kills a bunch of homeless guys um, right next to London Bridge. Yeah,
1: So he's done being in the subway. Now he's right next to London Bridge somehow. Kills them. And yeah, and then as Garrett says, he wakes up naked in the zoo in the wolf pen, which I was
0: like, hmm. What do you think happened when he was in wolf form? Not going to entertain that thought.
1: I mean, obviously, they just cuddled for warmth and went about their way. <laughs> well, cause, cause
2: it was funny because he goes, he goes, oh, hi, wolves. And like, as we were watching, I was like, it was Dana last night, you fuck. just right. <laughs> like,
0: oh, boy. Uh, no, David was Little Spoon, and uh, that's yeah. all
2: that happened. It's
1: very platonic.
2: So he gets out of the cage, and then we get this like this great comedic scene where he's trying to escape the uh, the zoo, but he steals some balloons from a little kid. My, Love that joke. Oh,
1: my favorite. So Oh, favorite God. line in the movie. A naked American man stole my balloon. <laughs> hey, kid, little boy with the balloons.
0: If you come over here, I'll give you a pound. Two pounds.
1: I don't know who you are.
0: I'm uh, the famous balloon thief.
1: Why would a thief want to give me two pounds?
0: Here, I'll
2: explain it to you. Thank you. Yes, sir?
0: A naked American man stole my balloon.
2: Uh, He steals an old lady's coat, waits at the bus stop, gets on the thing. And at this point, the doctor calls uh, the nurse and he's like, is David there? And she's like, no, he's not here yet. Oh, he just came in. And David comes running in like naked in a coat. And then instead of being like, hey, doctor, he just came in naked in a coat after being gone all night. She goes, oh, he's being playful. I've got to go. And he's like, well,
1: come in as soon as you guys can bring him into the office. And she's like, "Okay, we'll do. And then David... She does take it mildly serious because I, I thought for sure we were going to get another sex scene because David, DTF, he's ready to go. Uh, but she... she- Yeah, she gets she she fights him off and it's like, we got to go to the hospital. The doctor thinks you're a werewolf.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't say that part. But yeah, Um, so they're they're heading to the the doctor's office. They decide to take a cab. And that's where um, he's like, David's like, yo, I feel great. I feel like energetic. I've got energy. My muscles are dope. You know, like I haven't felt this good my entire life. And she's like, what'd you do last night? He's like, I don't know, but I feel fantastic, baby. A million bucks. I have no questions about why I ended up in the wolf pen in a zoo. I have none. (laughs) Especially considering I was worried I was going to turn into a monster last night. I remember nothing. It's all probably good. Best thing
1: to do is just ride this wave.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. So
0: he killed uh, how many people last night? Six people. When they inevitably come back in their dead zombie spirit form, mm -hmm. they're all whole. Did he not eat
2: any of them? Wasn't he supposed to eat while he's a wolf? Well, he just killed. He probably ate some body parts. That hand was decapitated from, you know, the arm. So maybe he took a little bit of arm chunk. I just feel like he would have yeah. ate his weight in flesh. more no, I mean, he's not know. really hungry. He's not really hungry, you guys. He's going to be because, well, he feels great. He's on the low carb. Am I, am I wrong here? Like He's on the a paleo He diet. should
1: have been eating more. They should have been less. But then it wouldn't have worked. You know, how are they going to sit up if they're all torsos? Uh, we'll just have them like big chunks
0: of meat missing from the arms. One of them or, carries you know. the
1: other one around yeah, yeah, the yeah, backpack yeah, yeah. like Yoda.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> or C-3PO. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listeners, oh, help me, better. please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hands and feet all. That would right. have been amazing. Oh,
0: you didn't finish your dinner, David. If you can hear me out there, send help. <laughs> I think it's a legitimate question.
1: Uh, the other really legitimate question is there's the first full moon. What months have a second full moon the very next day? (laughs) That's the one thing I decided
2: not to second guess in this movie because I was like, Two nights in a row, I don't think that's how the moon works. <laughs> <laughs> how are you why are who are you to question the moon? <laughs> yeah, so maybe the moon
1: really just wanted to be full a little extra this month. I don't know, but
2: I'm feeling extra full. <laughs> yeah, that one I definitely did pick up on and I was like, I'm just going to let that one go. Um so they're driving into the doctor's office. Bricktop goes like, "Yes, Brody mug guy with his, his six murders, I" And then they're like, what do you mean, six murders? David's demeanor completely changes. And at this point, he's like, six people slaughtered and killed last night. With a bright red figure name it, me. And then like. <laughs> 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 is that dialogue from Snatch? <laughs> What's
1: happening here?
2: <laughs> and so um, David's like, stop the taxi. And then he gets out and he runs into um, Trafalgar Square, I guess is where it is. Yeah. And then he runs up to a, a Bobby, a cop, if you will. Um, And he's like, you gotta arrest me. I'm a freaking monster. I killed those people. And the cop's like, thanks, move along.
1: What's all this then? uh, I killed all those people last night, and the cop's just like, did you now? All right there. Uh, You know how many people confess mass murder to me on a daily basis? I'm gonna need a little bit of proof (laughs) here. He starts,
2: he says, uh, the queen is... Uh, a slut or something like that Charles Prince Charles is an F word I mean he just starts like throwing out some blatant fucking like profanity. he's like shit fuck blah blah also very interesting thing if you watch the movie with subtitles none of the cuss words are actually in the subtitles boo not a single one like earlier <laughs> in the, the beginning when Jack is killed he's like oh fuck it just says oh and then huh. later on when like uh David is yelling fuck shit you know, like, cock, all this stuff like that. It's just dashes. Just robbing it just the shows hearing the the dash, of all yeah. their curse words. I was like, that's a weird fucking choice. It's censorship. Why would you do that? You know, like, what, are kids reading the subtitles as right, opposed right. to listening to the movie? Like, it was so awkward that they chose mm. to edit out the cuss words in the subtitles, but not in the, the actual movie. That's fucked up.
1: Yeah, yeah. boo that company.
2: <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So yeah, he can't get arrested to save his life. At this point, (laughs) Alex the whole time
0: is like, "David, shut up!" And then she's like, "He's he's 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 touched in the head. Don't listen to him."
1: (laughs) (laughs) He does not try that hard to get arrested. I mean, I can think of a million ways. And one of the I thought he was going to punch the cop. Yeah, he would guarantee
0: get taken in. Right? Go
1: pee on a corner somewhere. You would think, but obviously not. Yeah, like literally, there's like a dozen ways you can get arrested. He's like, I'm gonna pick the way that's probably just gonna annoy people and get me sent on my way. Like,
2: She'd just been like, they're called French fries, not chips. So like,
1: you're coming with us. Yeah, even oh yeah, even if he was arrested, it's soccer, you fucks, oh get in the back. <laughs> even if he was arrested, they're not gonna keep him overnight for cursing. Like they're gonna be like, all right, here's your ticket, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So his plan very
2: poor. <laughs> they they fine him and send him on his way. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he runs off and calls home, right? Yes, he calls his, his house in the U.S. And he was like, he, talking to his 10-year-old sister, he's like, tell mom and dad I love them. Tell them that, you know, like, thanks I'm really, everything. yeah, thanks for everything. He He's at this point accepted that he's going to have to kill himself. Across the way, he sees his rotting dead friend Jack, like, signaling to him, like, come on, come in here. And it's the, the theater. It's a porto theater where they're watching, um... Whatever that movie was.
1: See you next Wednesday. I think
2: <laughs> they 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 credited everybody in the porno in the credits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I saw that because I actually was very interested to see who the uh, the female actress was. Um, kudos to her for just being so banging hot. But yes, they go inside the uh, the porno Kudos,
1: <laughs> good job.
2: Thank you for being you. I appreciate that. The plot of that porno was ridiculous too. <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm sorry, I laughed my ass off when like the husband goes, he's like, "You told me you'd never do this again," and the guy goes, "I never promised you that." And He's like, "I wasn't talking to you." <laughs> it was yeah. like, "There's a plot here." Holy it's shit! Like,
1: he goes, "Okay then."
0: And it just leaves. <laughs> yep. No, don't they both go like, "Who are you?" He's like, "Oh right, sorry." <laughs> yeah. Like, walk, like he walked
2: in the wrong apartment or something. Oh man. Anyway. It's, it, it's crack me up so anyway uh jack is like okay look man like at this point he is like half like skeleton with just like chunks of flesh still on him the special effects on jack at this point were so fucking rad and gnarly he's like these are the other people you killed last night and he does a little like round robin introduction to all the people he killed and they're like you got to kill yourself everyone is pissed like the homeless dudes i mean wouldn't you be I mean, unless I got to become a werewolf. But you're just stuck in limbo, uh, uh, rotting
0: for all time,
2: as long as this guy's alive, I guess. So yeah. I'd be a little pissed, too. So they're like, dude, do it. And at this point, David's like, OK, I've got to do this. I've got to kill myself and like take care of this.
1: At this point, what, second full moon happens? And he starts turning into a wolf again. I do like when they give him suggestions on how he could kill himself. Like, well, there's sleeping pills. I could hang myself. Yeah, but he might fuck it up. And then that would hurt him. And then one of the people are like, no, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, the guy's
2: like, I don't care if he gets hurt. And then it's funny because Jack goes, this is my friend, guys. You want to back off a little bit? And I was like, I loved the interplay between the corpses. I was like, this yeah. is really well written. Agreed. David turns back into a werewolf for the second night in a row. Um, at that point, is it every full moon or is it just whenever he wants at that point after the first transformation? Maybe it's
1: full or fullish moons. Maybe. Maybe
2: the the human eye can be fooled yeah, yeah. Um, or the wolf eye, if you will. So (laughs) uh, yeah, he turns back into a werewolf, kills all the patrons in the porno theater. Uh, The cops show up and they walk in and see like the pile of like mutilated dead bodies. And they're like, holy shit. They run out, they close the door. Well, they see Dave, they see the wolf
1: too. I really like that part. And and he's like, tell him to bring rifles.
2: Yes. They, they, they they close the, the shutters, the wolf busts through it. This is fucking hilarious and awesome. Uh, David, as the werewolf, jumps out, instantly bites a dude's head off, decapitates him. <laughs> Loved it. And then from there, it is a folly of errors, like chaos, like cars crashing into each other, smashing dudes in half. Like, they do more damage themselves than the werewolf does in this yeah. scene.
1: I it's my. This is all movies, not just horror movies, but movie drivers, whenever they see something crazy happening on the road, just feel the need to speed up. And it's like I don't know that that is how real life people would react in this situation, but in movie land, you just want to speed up and ram anything you can.
2: It's just pure chaos bananas. Um they call the cops, they're like, you know, like we got a wolf going crazy, bring the guns, blah blah. And at this point the um the nurse and the doctor, Nurse Alex and the doctor are like, it's got to be David, so they run to this um, central area. And he's like backed into an alley, right? Yeah, he like runs the down. Piccadilly Circus. Sorry, that's Piccadilly Circus. Yeah. That's where they are. But yes, they back him down into an alley. They've got the crowd held back. They've got the riflemen lined up. But then Alex somehow gets to sneak through the line He's it's it's like, like,
1: "Excuse me, I'm very attractive." <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she's like, "I never do this. I never take wolves home on the first night." But no, she turns
0: to the cops and goes, "I've had seven lovers. One of them is a wolf. Let me go talk to him well, right now."
2: It's eight now. <laughs> right. um, So she walks down the alleyway and she's like, David, it's me. I love you, baby. Um, This isn't you, David. You can beat the wolf.
1: I've known you for two days. I know
2: the deep you. I know the real you. I've had your puppies. Um, So the thing is, his expression changed, like almost like, oh, shit. Is he inside there? Can he hear? Like you think she Mm. makes the connection. But nope, he lunges at her like full wolf mode just to kill her and tear her apart. And then bap, 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 bap. He gets gunned down like Al Capone um, or Sonny in Godfather. You know, Yeah, it's one. more
1: like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then blue moon.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> we cut to David's body, which is instantly hairless and like humanoid Immediate. again. Immediate. And uh, Alex starts bawling because, you know, this is her eighth lover ever. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the craziest one yet. She's really upset she yeah, lost Imagine it.
1: being number nine. You got quite the the to like,
2: Hold on. Was he in wolf form? <laughs> 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 or was he just a werewolf? <laughs> so, um, but yes, yeah, so we smash cut the black and then we play um, Blue Moon. A really good rendition of Blue Moon. Um, and we get the credits. And also, did you guys get to the, you guys never do, but did you get to the end of the credits? Negative. Where there's a giant, like, congratulations note to Prince Charles and Princess Diane. No. And Princess Diane. It's like, the, the filmmakers would like to thank Prince Charles and Prince Di- Princess Diane on their wedding and blah, blah, blah on this date. It's like this huge, like, template of, Maybe like, Maybe that was like a
0: mandate. Like, you want to film in London, then you better thank us, the royal family. Yeah.
2: But Maybe. it was it was really hilarious that, that popped up. But um, yeah, so that's American Werewolf in London. Yeah.
0: So the phrase of the orgy film, the adult film, uh, "See you next Wednesday." Mm-hmm. Originally, was a line from the uh, Space Odyssey two thousand one one of the last things the robot says in the movie or I'm sorry the AI oh
1: so you mean Hal
0: Hal yes H-A-L call him by his fucking
2: name dude he deserves some respect look I haven't been introduced yet okay Okay. (laughs) you don't know
1: Hal oh dude great guy great guy the movie shows a very distorted picture you're gonna love Hal Uh
2: one bad day that's not who
0: he really is so see you next Wednesday appeared there first and then John Landis put that movie poster with a different cover saying, see you next Wednesday in almost every one of his movies.
1: Nice. Oh. So it's in
0: Schlock. It's in Coming to America. It's in Kentucky Fried Movie. So if you take a look, you can see that phrase, see you next Wednesday in almost every one of his films.
1: Which oh. then would imply there's a verse, And these are all happening. Whoa. True. No, in, you're not wrong. In the same... So, <laughs> Coming to will, America... I will take a
2: Coming to America werewolf mashup.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too.
2: I got it. The
0: Blues Brothers, one of the Blues Brothers turns into a werewolf. <gasps> oh, hmm?
1: bro. ba bum ba bum uh, <laughs> Hollywood, get on this Landis verse. You're sleeping on it. We're on a mission from Gad <laughs> to turn him back from a werewolf
0: into a Blues Brother. Yeah. I'm into it. Well, this movie's fantastic. Everybody should watch it. If uh, you like horror in any way, this should be one of the go-tos. Uh, you, gotta, you gotta mark it down. You gotta say, I watched it.
2: The sequel or the reboot, you can skip. American Werewolf in Paris? That shit is trash. They also have that stupid Bush song like whatever that glycerin remake was oh god is that when that one came out yeah that was that song oh god what the hell i can't remember the the glycerin it was a cover of like and i don't think it's glycerin it's it's one of it's a bush song um that they they did a a version of for this movie and that was like it's big like this song got super fucking popular and this soundtrack sold like gangbusters because of it.
0: Why did I not realize that that was so late? Like 97
2: was when Paris Mm -hmm. came out. I thought that was like an early nineties. No, that was the late nineties. I was was, like towards the end of high school when that was coming out. So yeah, no, I remember that came out because all the girls were like, Oh my God, we got to go see this. It had some hot dude in it that (laughs) <laughs> Everyone knew also.
1: I bet there's a correlation between length of time it, made, it takes them to make a sequel and goodness of said sequel.
0: Yeah, it ages. It, it's like uh, the uh, atomic uh, element. It, uh,
1: yeah, it's like a half life yeah. yeah, it
0: degrades
2: yeah. over time. There you go. Like
1: 18 years. No good sequel has been made 18 years after the original. I know
2: they go to some like goth club in that movie. So, you know, it, it definitely was a, a byproduct of its time. Yeah, that movie was not so fantastic. The wolves looked cool as shit in it, though, but it was not. Not a good movie. Mouth by Bush. Yes, Mouth. That's what it was. Can't tell you. Your how mouth or whatever the fuck it is. Stupid Gavin Rosdale band. Dude, Skinny Puppies on the soundtrack. Classic. Classic. Ball. Anyway. Anywho. If you have the fortitude, you could check out American Werewolf in Paris. And didn't you say they're making another one?
1: One day, supposedly. But there oh. hasn't been a lot of news in the last four or five years. Okay.
2: Maximum
0: Land has gotten in trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So. Huh? Maybe someday I I don't know Unneeded Just make new stuff
1: Yeah Make I mean, new
0: werewolves Let so many me make cities. a werewolf movie A Transylvanian werewolf in America
1: Yeah let me see a, You know what's That's what's next An English werewolf in New York You know, Uh there you go. I just wrote your next movie.
2: Perfect. What if Abbott and Costello, one turns into a vampire, one turns into a werewolf, and they have to basically live together like the odd couple.
1: Yo, Abbott. Or the odd couple Uh,
2: become a werewolf (laughs) and a
1: vampire. Love Abbott and Costello, but one of them's got to be, you know, the the straight guy. So, like... The
2: the vampire. The vampire is always a straight guy.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Abbott was always a straight man, right?
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Costello, you must get this... this, Like, Yeah, just, like, totally go full, like, Dracula with it this works.
1: I love it. Now, the problem is they both passed away uh, a long, (laughs) long time ago. Look, they got killed by a werewolf. They're
2: (laughs) still living in purgatory. (laughs) John C. Riley is Abbott.
1: I'm surprised there hasn't been a biopic of that uh, of them they, yet. They
2: remade, they remade a, a movie not too long ago with Avent Costello. What was, what was the fucking... Um, I think you're thinking
0: of Laurel and Hardy.
2: Laurel and Hardy, that's yeah. what it was. It was
0: John C. Riley? was Hardy.
2: Yes. Man, that was actually... They did a pretty good job of those those guys.
0: That fat suit was very convincing yeah. on John C. Riley. Maybe yeah. he just got fat. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's method. <laughs> Well, that's this movie. It's fantastic. Recommended by all three of us to varying degrees. But go check it out. Listeners, have you seen American Werewolf in London? Why don't you let us know in our comments section? We've got a Twitter, a Facebook. uh, What else? Instagram. Drop us a line. You got any recommendations or requests from us, let us know. We're always happy to hear from you guys. Until next time, stay safe out there. Don't get the COVID. And prep for the next episode, which is going to be
2: what film? We'll be doing the, the new Candyman which will be pretty pretty rad hopefully crossing our fingers it's a good one all right well that's it for this week you guys stay
0: safe and we'll see you next time <laughs> saw me standing alone
2: without a demon in my heart without a love in my own blue moon you
1: knew just what mm-hmm. I was there for you heard me say a prayer for
0: someone I really didn't mm-hmm. care for. was if she suddenly or